0: Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel.
1: And I am Clint. Welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs. Uh, We're here for our final episode of the week of Florida Hate. Daniel, it feels bad and good all at the same time. How can it do that?
0: It's it's a lot to get through these last hours before the game. Um, I don't know what your Friday looks like. Maybe it's Saturday morning and you're listening to this. That'd be a great time to try to kill some hours on Saturday morning. That actually
1: is a great idea.
0: Um, if you're already listening to this, you can't really take that idea because you've already chosen to listen to it whenever this is currently right so now. So finish,
1: finish it out.
0: Just go ahead. I mean, it doesn't really
1: matter at this yeah. point. No. Um no, it doesn't matter, Daniel. We are uh, we're here to talk about all things Florida. I'm sorry, all things Georgia against Florida, um, all things football and basketball related. Uh, but this week, in particular, as it pertains to our football squad going down and beating up on some Gators, um, we are not insiders of any sort of guru nature except for queso as been documented before uh and possibly on kirbanese the language Mm. of kirby smart
0: i'd say we're i'd say we're aspiring
1: we're aspiring gurus but we're not insiders or recruiting gurus daniel we're something much different aren't we
0: we're fans we're fans of the program we're fans of the team We're, we're we're just people like you are people um uh we say this every week, but we genuinely do mean it. Um, uh, we would love to interact with you. So if you have an idea for the show, if you have a comment for us, if you have a constructive criticism um, and you're not a total douche. Wow. Talking, to, sure. you, talking to you, Trevor. <laughs> Trevor. Did you find us yet,
1: Trevor? Come on.
0: Trevor came back. You know he's, he's he low-key. He's secretly listening to this podcast. Oh, he, he likes us anybody.
1: now. We want him over. He can't yeah. tell
0: anybody um uh we would value that that input or feedback um you can always reach out to us at locked on or at um our email is locked on bulldogs at gmail.com i got that out smoothly did you hear that i heard it that's professional podcasting is what that is
1: we we are professional (laughs) if nothing else
0: um and you can reach out to us on twitter at dogs podcast you can subscribe to the show that helps us out a tremendous amount even if you think well i listen to every episode what's the difference if i subscribe to the show it actually does make a difference to us and so if you could just Huge take difference. take two seconds and click that little button even if you just remotely like the show you could just click that button and be nice to sure. two fellow georgia fans that would be great uh, you can leave us a rating or a review along the same lines many of you have done that um, several new reviews come in uh, here lately we read them we appreciate them Um, uh, We appreciate the five star ones And um, we appreciate the kind things that you say So uh, You can do that for us You can tell somebody about the podcast You can Um, uh, Yeah, you can uh, Follow us on social media You can, you know, do the things That would help us to get the word out about the show So that more people can join in the conversation Sure We're here every day Talking about the dogs Uh, And today is Friday What are we doing to talk about today, Clint
1: Today, we got a, uh, a PSA for you, public service announcement for those dog fans out there that need to hear it. And my guess is you are that dog fan that needs to hear it. So Daniel's going to grace us. Uh, he's going to grace us with a PSA. I've, I have yielded the floor. I've yielded the representative from South Dakota has yielded his time. Uh, to the representative from Tennessee. Uh, We're going to play a little fact or fiction where Daniel got to bounce around a couple ideas in segment two. In segment three, we're going to give out our MVPs of both teams, so the player most likely to impact the game the most for Georgia and the player in Florida that we are most nervous about. But before we get there, Daniel, I told you I'd yield the floor, so uh, you have it. What do you want to talk about? I just want to talk about motivation for a second. We talk
0: a Mm -hmm. lot about motivation Mm -hmm. when it comes to football. Uh, we talk about players being motivated. I believe Georgia is a very motivated team this weekend. I know Florida is gonna. Florida thinks they're motivated because they're coming off of two straight years of getting absolutely waxed by the University of Georgia. And so Florida fancies themselves probably to be a motivated team. Uh, I think Georgia is a very motivated team based on the perception of the national media, based on the fact that we're the lower ranked team, based on the fact that we have lost a game and then... Looked bad based on the fact that we were booed in our home stadium by our own fans. Uh, I think our team is motivated to show somebody something. But I'm not talking about the football players, Clint. I'm talking huh. about your motivation and my motivation. Okay. I need us to get our minds right as we get into this game. Because sometimes things get cloudy. and Sometimes you lose sight of what's right there in front of you. You lose sight of what's important. I don't want that to happen to us, Georgia fans. And so maybe this is you already, and you need, to, you need to take a few steps back, and you need to make some changes in your life. But maybe this is not you yet, but I'm just giving you a warning so that you won't go down a road that you don't need to go down. Here's what I'm trying to tell you. If you care about anything Georgia <laughs> football-related, and that includes... Winning the SEC and making the college football playoff and winning a national championship today, this week, more than you care about beating Florida, then you're doing Georgia fandom wrong. You're doing it wrong. Don't do it that way anymore. I'm not saying that winning a national championship, if you could choose between a season where you lose to Florida and win the national championship, or a season where you beat Florida and lose and don't play for the national championship, I'm not saying that it's wrong to choose the national championship over winning this game. That's, don't misunderstand me. What I'm saying is is that there is no need to think about any stakes going into the cocktail party other than this one, this one thing that is at stake if we lose Florida will have beaten us that's it that's enough motivation for you to be fully invested in this game people want to talk about this game is for the SEC East who cares about the SEC East it's the uh, last weekend of October slash first weekend of November it is Jacksonville is Georgia-Florida, all that matters is that we beat Florida. Clint, that's the only thing that matters going into this weekend. I'm not saying I don't want to win the East, I don't want to run the table, I don't want to play Alabama or LSU, I don't want to make the college football playoff, I don't want to win a national championship, I'm not saying any of those things. I'm just saying that this weekend, none of those things will be on my mind. None of those things will enter into my thoughts. The only thing that matters this weekend is we beat Florida this weekend. That's it. This is truly the game that is transcendent of all the other games on the schedule. It is worthy of all of your attention. Thus ends my public service announcement, Georgia fans. Not trying to come at you. I'm just trying to help you good. be properly motivated
1: for this game. That's good. Oh, Daniel I, I thank you for that because I think the thing we get away from a lot and yes it is good to have an exciting team um, in which we get to cheer for in high-stakes games continually and that's such a blessing thank you Kirby and all that you've done uh, but Daniel on Sunday you're not gonna have to find out from me what I think this means implications going forward all you're gonna see is a giant smile on my face and I I will just be basking in the glory light that is beating Florida. And I, when somebody says, wow, yeah, I really showed up, you're like, yep, we beat Florida. Oh, man, national attention, yep, we beat Florida. I'm going to sound like Bill Belichick or Kirby Smart at a presser in which I don't care about any other thing yeah, than that. So That's correct. That's It brings us to a – we got a late
0: mailbag question that we did not get to um, on – the podcast on Wednesday and it was it's it's roughly related to this idea but the question was in essence is there a scenario in which we win this game but i'm disappointed at the end we've talked about that for other games before sure. and
1: i think yeah like kentucky
0: barring barring a bunch of catastrophic injuries you know that like go along yeah. with a win. You know, barring that, the answer is no. There's no nope. there's no scenario. Yep. We, we win could this win. game by and overtime. We one could win 2 to overtime.
1: 3. Right.
0: Correct. Um, uh, we win this game on an insanely lucky bounce where the ball just sure. kicks 70 yards the opposite direction on a punt and we recover it in the end zone for a touchdown with 1 second on the clock after we've not gained a first down in the entire second half. I'll be, I'll be elated. I'll be over the way Because you know what? The rest of the season, the offense
1: can figure itself out. But we beat Florida. That's all That's that matters. It. That's all that matters. Because, Daniel, Florida sucks.
0: Florida sucks, man. Do you remember? Florida sucks. Uh,
1: talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. It's really bad. It's not easy. Uh, not no, for you. Not nope. nope. We're pros at that. Uh, usually... We just brush it off, or make up some lame excuse, or avoid it altogether. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about, with a real doctor who can prescribe real medication. Uh, And like Daniel said, we like real as opposed to fake medication. That's right. Uh, It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED. All from the comfort and privacy of your home. The doctor will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you free two-day shipping whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to roman.com slash locked and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today, connect with a real doctor, take care of it. Just go to roman.com slash locked. Get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's getroman.com roman.com slash lock for a free visit to get started. Get roman.com slash locked. All right. Uh, coming back from that, uh, we hit segment two, and Daniel, segment two is a uh, fact or fiction. So we got a couple fact or fictions we want to talk about. Let's do it, okay?
0: I like facts um, and fiction. I'm a fan of both.
1: Yeah. Uh, as what?
0: Um, I mean, I like facts, things that are true. That's that's great, and I like fiction. You know, like who doesn't love a good story? Okay. Like a, a novel? You maybe read a
1: novel? You you're maybe... talking you talking genre of literature no. right now. Yeah, okay.
0: maybe you like maybe you like watch watch a good movie. Yeah. It's not based okay. on
1: a true story, but still still enjoyable. So good. All right. Well, okay. uh, now that we're done with our movie preview. I don't know why you year. had to come at
0: me so hard on the fact <laughs> that I like well, fiction.
1: It was just. Like just it was not, just weird. Like I, I didn't know. I didn't know what we were pertaining it to. We're like, not playing good and to. evil. We're playing fact
0: or fiction. Just some things are true and some things are happen to not be true. It doesn't make them inherently corrupt. Bad. It just means they're I thought not you true. were going
1: to say. I thought you were going to say we're not playing good cop bad cop. <laughs> that, no. uh, but uh, anyway, all right, Daniel. Our first fact or fiction says this: Let's Florida. Fact or fiction, Florida has the advantage on more than three position groups. Is that fact or fiction?
0: Okay, follow-up question number one. Okay. Are tight ends and wide receivers considered two different position groups in this, or are they, both, or are they considered receivers?
1: Um. Because of uh, – that's a good question. I'm going to – Allow them to be two different position groups.
0: Okay, are safeties and corners considered two different position groups in this equation, or are they the same position group? I'm gonna I'm gonna group them as DBs. So I'm gonna Nichols, say defensive backs, Nichols, uh-huh. corners, yep. and safeties. Yep. All are one position group. Secondary, yeah, the secondary. Okay. Uh, fiction, big fat fiction. Florida okay. has the advantage in less than three position groups is fact. They have the advantage in two. Okay. And they are the aforementioned tight end and wide receiver. That is where Florida is better than us. We have the better quarterback. We have the better offensive line. We have the better running backs. Period. Yes, yes,
1: and yes. There's no argument.
0: There's no argument. Um, I like our front. So, like you could have you know Jabari Zuniga and Lee Greenwood. I think he's probably an American or, or whatever that guy's name is. I don't know. Like, I'm pretty sure <laughs> Lee
1: Greenwood <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm pretty sure it's Lee Greenwood. that's I don't know. it that's is it I'm is gonna, now forever in my that's, mind, that's what I'm gonna call him. Um uh, he'll probably stand up next to you and defend her still today. I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what more you want from him. Um, that's an
1: upstanding young gentleman right there. He
0: sure is um uh i like our front though you can have those yep. guys you know they weigh about 172 pounds each and like i'll take our i'll take our front especially if jordan davis is healthy and and we're mm-hmm. operating at full strength um if, if if when you lump safeties in to to corners i think we i think we edge out florida there i might give okay. florida's corners an advantage over our corners but I think when you add in J.R. Reed, especially, and mm. Good Richard LeCount, which is fifty-eight percent of the
1: time. Oh gosh, um, Richard, I I need Good Richard this week, in such a bad. I can't. My heart palpitations cannot take bad Richard.
0: Uh, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give us the advantage in linebackers, defensive line, and oh, yeah. um, DB. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna call Say Florida has the advantage in two. What do do you agree?
1: Or disagree? I completely agree. I think secondary would be a source of contingent that if you wanted to hold an open debate with me, I would entertain that. I would talk with you and go down that. But if you want to talk to me about our defensive front and our linebackers, no, go home. Like there's just, that is the bread and butter of our defense. We are ranked nationally. Uh, It is where we up the middle is, is a strong core of rotational players that, absolutely dominate at times and hold their own most of the time. So I'm not worried about that at all. Uh, and like you said, our offensive core is the same. Um, wide receivers, different story. DBs, you want to come at me, but I, I agree with you. It is fiction, Daniel, that they have more than three position groups advantage on us.
0: All right, let me move on to our second one. Let me ask you this. Fact or fiction? Uh, this 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 one comes to us from a long-time friend of the show uh steve uh from stanford steve, steve from he, stanford
1: he he did in fact attend stanford long time
0: long time coattail writer of scott van pelt um stanford steve it's just doing a uh, dude do dirty man <laughs> just now just while before we say this georgia fans you may not know this but stanford steve picked georgia to win the national championship this year before the season yes, it started did. Okay, So before you get too mad at him, he picked Georgia and win the national championship before the season started. Um, but, but he did deliver a quote this week that raised Ooh. my eyebrows where he said, and I'm not quoting directly here, but I'm giving you the fair gist of the quote. Uh, it was on a said, podcast. Where he said, um, if this game is going into the fourth quarter tied— He's saying Florida fans are going to feel a lot more comfortable than Georgia fans, which immediately raised my eyebrows because we have been in fourth-quarter games this year. At, uh, most notably, Kentucky was uh, a close game in the fourth quarter that we then busted open. We have a quarterback that has been there many times before and knows what it is to come out on top in those games. Um He said if Georgia goes into this game, Georgia fans are going to be nervous if this game goes in the fourth quarter tie, which everybody's going to be nervous if it's fourth quarter tie, but he said because Dan Mullen is a much more trustworthy coach on the sideline than is
1: Kirby Smart. This is the national narrative, Clint.
0: I just don't know if you know this.
1: The national narrative comes out of two games that the nation has seen the two games in which we have given up fourth quarter leads to Alabama. That's where this narrative comes from and nothing else. It comes from two games, people. Mm -hmm. That's it. Um, A a Justin
0: Fields fake
1: punt. Yep. And a blown coverage. Those are the two plays and the two games in which everybody remembers and then pins it all on Kirby to say he can't keep a lead and he can't regain it, he can't he he doesn't know how to finish. He doesn't know how to close, doesn't know how to win the tight ones when the the seconds are counting down off the clock. No. Look, uh we game planned for a totally different quarterback and then Jalen Hurts just decided to tuck in a run for days after we gave him the ball on a stupid fake punt. Uh and when our D B just closed their eyes and took a nap, that's what happened. But this it, must never speak. Ne- yeah. Thank you. I, I, now you got me all. My, you got me hot and bothered because you brought it up, Daniel. And I just I can't anymore. Um, no, this is the the most fictitious thing on this podcast. Like this podcast should be labeled explicit now for the stupidity that you just befell upon us from even entertaining that Dan Mullen is a more trustworthy game manager on the sidelines than Kirby Smart in the fourth quarter. I, this is stupid. Dan has been insanity. a head coach longer than insanity. It's insanity. I don't I, look. If you actually watch football and not not just watch some of the big games and not just sit back with twenty games on one screen at a time and just kind of peruse it, but if you actually sit back and watch, Dan Mullen is not a good coach in any sense of the word. Kirby Smart, what if you look at your Twitter feed? What happens if we go into halftime like we did against Kentucky and a bunch of other teams, and we're not looking that good in the first half? What is every single person say about second half don't worry Kirby's gonna make adjustments we're gonna come out just fine that's the narrative okay absolutely no one's no one says that about Dan no. everybody's worried Dan's gonna make a stupid play call and blow the lead he has in the fourth quarter you you are nervous you're you're calling insurance agents to see if you can buy insurance on the lead you have with Dan Mullen okay not Kirby this is fiction upon fiction and Stanford Steve. Just shame on you shame just on you. shame on you
0: shame on you. Uh, the most hilarious thing about this is that Kirby's main criticism by people that watch Kirby Smart is that he's way too conservative. We talked about Correct. it on Wednesday's podcast, did we not? We did uh, the that's the main criticism. Of Georgia fans, I would say, and people who really watch Kirby Smart on the sideline, that he's way too conservative. The national narrative and like the floor, the drum that Florida fans and other uh, less than intelligent people
1: yeah.
0: uh, are are perpetuating is that Kirby like vomits games away uh-huh. by doing things like running a fake punt on fourth and 11 from the 50 yard line on a play that was absolutely insane and could have never worked in a million years. Is that conservative like is that the is that Kirby's tendency or is that a random, really weird moment in the history of UGA football?
1: That was like inexplicably weird
0: that's not who Kirby Smart is. Honestly, some of us wish he was more like that more often. To be totally, I was just gonna honest. say some people
1: are one river, riverboat Ron type decisions yeah. out there.
0: It's the the narrative that's being perpetuated outside from from the outside looking in about Kirby is based on nothing that yeah. is even mildly related to facts. So no, this is yep. absolute fiction.
1: Uh, all right, we'll be back to wrap up our third segment after this. All right, Daniel, we're back to wrap up uh, with the final segment before we hit out of here, before we get out of here and have the cocktail party, uh, and it's this. I want you to know who your MVP of both teams, the player most likely to impact the game for MVP for Georgia and for Florida. And for Georgia, we're going to give an offensive and defensive MVP Daniel. And then we're going to give a Florida player that we're most nervous about that we think will be the MVP on their side. Uh so let's start with uh let's start with defense on Georgia. Who is your defensive MVP for Georgia? My
0: defensive MVP is I believe the man that is going to I'm not going to say single-handedly win this game, but I believe it's going to be a coming-out party of sorts. Ooh. For one Eric Stokes. <laughs> I think it's about time that Eric Stokes showed up and put his stamp on a game. Listen, um, Eric Stokes we've said, has been doing an admirable job out there on the corner. Yes. We've barely talked about him, which means he's doing just fine. Um, But we're going to talk about him this game because he's going to make some plays. He's going to have to make some plays. Um, uh, Tyson Campbell being back, and I say that because you think that's what's going to happen. It's,
1: It's going to happen.
0: I don't suspect. I suspect that Tyson Campbell... Has maybe had an amputation and is maybe not even. He's maybe walking with a peg leg at this point. Like this, that's my prediction for Tyson Campbell is that he he will attempt to play the game in a peg leg. But you seem to believe that he's going to play football in. He's fine um, with with shoes and real legs. Um, his presence being back on the field is going to help out Eric Stokes a lot. I expect him to get some balls thrown his way and I expect him to flex a little bit. We said before, Kyle Trask is a liability. Kyle Trask wants to turn the ball over. Eric Stokes is going to take advantage of that. I expect him to have a pick in this game. He might run it back for a significant
1: amount of yardage. Eric Stokes is my defensive MVP. Uh, I like it, Daniel. Um, I think the last game, I think Florida against South Carolina in the rain, I'm fairly certain Dan ran 13 straight plays passing – and ran maybe one time in the first quarter, but he was just slinging the ball over the place. He wants to be known as this inventive offensive guru. That's what he wants to be known as. And in order to do that, you come up with some of these exotic, weird pick plays, passing, behind-the-line scrimmage, yada, yada, yada. Um, So Eric Stokes is going to get plenty of opportunities. Uh, I'm sticking also in our secondary, and I'm going tried and true in a game like this Emotions uh, heightened is a fair statement. Oh, I'd Um, say on
0: edge. I'd say
1: mm -hmm. teetering on just full explosion. Just any moment away from nuclear war zone in Uh our own hearts and heads. Mm -hmm. Uh, Doubly for the players, uh, I'm going to somebody who's been there who doesn't get hot and bothered, who keeps calm and cool, and I think... Picks off Trask as well. We were on record as saying we consider multiple interceptions to be a good bet against Kyle Trask this game. Um and that's that's my boy JR. JR Reed, come on down. Show me that you are the elder statesman of this defense. Show me you're making coverage calls, you're keeping back. Uh, I think JR has a game where he's gonna again pound somebody so hard they fumble the ball, even possibly. Gosh, that was a great hit. I, I still, I still think mm-hmm. of that hit fondly, Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, he's gonna, he's gonna bait Trask because Trask is easily trollable. Jr. is going to bait him into a mm-hmm. pick, and I'm, I'm going to rewind it fifty times and laugh every time he does. Um, so Jr. Gen- he's the general.
0: I mean, he just, yep. he's got that, he's got that calming presence. He's got that knows where to be, and he's just so reliable. He's just a sh- yes. sure tackler. Yeah, right spot at the right time, hard hitter. I love it.
1: Okay, who's your offensive MVP, Daniel?
0: For us or who's my? Let's talk about who the, we think the Florida MVP is going to be. And then yeah, we'll, end, I, we'll end on Jordan.
1: That's good. For me, this one, this one's I think pretty easy. It's what I consider their actual best offensive weapon because I've seen a couple of games this guy flashes for me. Uh, and that's Van Jefferson. Van? Mm-hmm. Van's got some wheels on him. Daniel, he's got some hands. Uh, he's not a complete player by any stretch of the imagination, but he is a weapon. Uh, I think he catches a few and gets some yards after a catch. I think he flashes at times and um, and it has to be through their passing game. I think their run game gets maybe 50 yards, uh, 60 yards. So it's going to have to get some yards through the pass game. And I think that's Van Jefferson winds up being Florida's uh, most valuable player because he's the player that I'm most scared of breaking one against us
0: no I, I, I disagree and it's to me it's not even close the most the most dangerous player on Florida's team the player I'm most nervous about is Kyle Pitts um, I know much talked about this week Kyle Pitts he's a big tight end he's very fast he's very tall he's very he's athletic. very fast he's going to be an NFL tight end He's going to make a lot of money for a long time, playing tight end. Um, he's had, honestly, I mean, he had a monster game against LSU. Five catches yep. for 108 yards, 21 yards a catch. His long of reception of the day was only 28 yards. Process that. He had he averaged 21 and a half yards a catch, and his long was 28. That means every catch was the same yardage. <laughs> yeah, five catches are 20 yards each. Uh, he's had some he's had some down games though as well. South Carolina only five catches for 30 yards. Um uh, he does have four touchdowns on the year. It's just I think there's a lot of PTSD in my mind and a lot of Georgia fans mind because of the way the tight end hurt us at Florida or at Notre yeah, yeah, yeah. Dame, I should say. Um something to consider though as I say this is that um Notre Dame, we didn't have any corners in the game. No. Right? Uh, Eric Stokes and Tyson Campbell were then, by the the midway through the point of the first quarter, neither of them were in the game for the rest of the game. So, um, safeties were having to help out the corners on the outside. The wide receivers avoid giving up a big play. It was opening up the middle of the field significantly. I don't expect as much of that. I do expect us to be playing a lot more man coverage um, yep. a lot more protection in the middle of the field to to try to keep people like Pitts at bay but still he's a matchup nightmare he makes me very nervous I think he's the MVP for Florida in this
1: game That's a it's a good bet of actually happening I, I don't uh, I am nervous about him as well uh Daniel for my offensive MVP for Georgia it, <laughs> it's unsexy it's vanilla and yet he is going to make things sexy and that's deandre swift just I, sign sealed deliver deandre swift has a monster game he's angry he's gifted he's talented he's the best running back in all of college football and he's going to show you and the national media why that is deandre swift is my offensive mvp yeah for sure and there's no
0: there's honestly no there's no debating this no. but just so that we can talk about another player I will say DeAndre Swift will be the most productive player, and he will be the best player. But I will put a little spin on and say the most valuable player in this game will prove himself to be Lawrence Kager. Oh, Given yeah. the fact that we might not have had him, if he does, in fact, play, I believe he contributes in a big way and shows his value to this team... As opposed to the yeah. uh, last two games where he was less uh, than healthy. I think he proves himself to be a, a valuable weapon, so I'll go with Lawrence Cager. Daniel, do you,
1: do you remember last year, last cocktail party, uh, two touchdowns for our our then-illustrious wide receiver are now no longer in the program, J.J. Holloman? I do. Uh, I, Lawrence Cager I has an impact on this game like that and he comes out healthy, and that shoulder and rib is able to hold in. The two weeks was good to him, and he's coming out great. Oh, man, wa- watch out. Watch. Best Buy is getting more more business of, than they know what to do with.
0: A lot of, a lot of business because just drop kick. I'm just going to drop kick right through the middle of the, the TV. Yes. Uh, uh.
1: Hey, Daniel, that wraps up Florida hate week. We're Gosh. we're done.
0: Can we just get out there, and freaking punch somebody already? Like, can we get out there and play this game?
1: Please, for the love, two thirty on Saturday cannot come soon enough here in the central time zone. Uh, Daniel, let the good people know uh, how they can get a hold of us and, and what we can expect. You can
0: always email us if you're watching the game. Want to drop us a line? You reach out to us on Twitter. We do not check Twitter during the game. I just need you to know that. Like no. that is farthest thing from some of you like to be on twitter during the game good on you that is not who we are you will not find us on there but you can reach out to us um uh, let us know what's going on how you're enjoying the game um uh, we would love to hear from you locked on bulldogs at gmail.com or at dogs podcast enjoy the game if you're already in jacksonville uh, be safe have a great time um yep. uh, and if you're watching the game at your house yeah, try not to break your TV. And we will be back Monday, and we will not talk about what we're ranked, and nope. we will not talk about the playoff implications. Don't care. We will talk about how we beat Florida for the third year in a row and the yep. sixth year in the last nine, how we own them, and how and how Dan Mullen will never beat Georgia while he is the head coach at Florida, period. We'll see you Monday. Talk to you then. See ya.